I really enjoyed this one. This is just, it's nice. It's, so delicious. If, oh. you, if you don't like the overly malty Oktoberfests. It's not, yeah, it's not. It's not, right. It has it, a little more sweetness than most. Mm-hmm. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Oktoberfest. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. I'm super excited. Yeah, me too. This is one of my favorite times of year. You said it right before yeah. we got on here. This is this is one of the best times for beer drinkers yeah. of the year. It's a great entryway to, to oh, craft yeah. beer because these aren't like super hoppy. And no. They're not uh, you know dark like coal. It's, it's approachable style. If you generally like the Pilsner or Lager or you know the mm-hmm. easy to drink ones, yeah. like you said, you can ease right into an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Because there's nothing scary about them. They're no. a little maltier. They're maltier, but there's, I mean, it's just flavor, you know? It's, yeah. Ooh. I like that. That's a good, that's a good sign. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it. I mean, it. it wouldn't be a podcast if you didn't spill. If I didn't spill it yeah. all over the table. Yep. So, courtesy of, again, our friend Aaron Biddle, yep. uh, we've got uh, an Oktoberfest from Logboat Brewing Company called Not Whole. Not whole, not whole like on a tree, like on a tree, not K N O T whole. Yeah, uh, Oktoberfest from like I said, yeah, Logboat Brewing Company. Uh, he now here, so I did some I, my research kind of like, yeah. now, wait a minute, they're from Columbia. Uh huh. How, what, what's, how do we get these in St. Louis? Like, how did that's yeah. a that's a far enough, you, you know, stretch for, for a microbrew that started with well, microbrew, so for, you know, for a craft place that started in 2014, so not too long ago. You know, six years, but now they've got distribution in St. Louis. Mm. So, ooh, that's really good. Is it? I have. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink some. Oh jeez. Oh, geez. oh I it smells even got good. Mine open yet. It smells. Mine did the same thing. I know, right? That's. Uh, it, oh gosh, somebody called that some. I can't remember mm. online one time, but. Mm. Oh yeah. That's malty and mm, sweet. It's got a little sweetness to it. Mm. It's kind of biscuity. Oh, man. Mm. Fall in a can. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, so Logboat Brewing Company is located at 504 Fay Street in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, closed on Mondays, like any good brewery should be. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 3 to 9. Friday, Saturday, 1 to 10. And Sunday, 1 to 7. Uh, like I said, founded in, ni- in uh, 1914. Founded in 2014. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I'm just so excited for the Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, founded in 2014 by Tyson Hunt, Judson Ball. Judson, that's a good name. That is a good name. Judson. You don't hear that too much. No. And Andrew Sharp. Uh, they, the Andrew, or I'm sorry, Tyson started homebrewing, got these two guys involved. They borrowed some money from a bank there in Columbia, and then they walked out and started brewing some beer. And it's taken off for them ever since. Apparently so. Now, I... Th- I think that, uh, I don't know, uh, Oktoberfest in a can, I think I'm a fan yeah. of, you know? Yeah. I noticed they said on this one, 
this comes out in July or August, so it's early. It's wow. early um, into the marketplace. Probably one of the first ones. Here's the thing. I have a rule now, though, that I can't drink an Oktoberfest until August. I mean, that's... Yeah. I don't want to let go of the summer beers. Yeah. As much as I love the Oktoberfest beers, there are so many good lime lagers mm-hmm. and things I just don't want to let go of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just hazy IPAs. I don't want to let go of. I mean, I had a neighbor already putting up Halloween stuff, like maybe second week of August. Nice. So, wow. That's good. I mean, Halloween decorations are up. Oktoberfest must be cool. Well. Right? You're speaking Brian's language right yeah, there. You, yeah. are. you know what I haven't had yet, though? I mean, what, what are we in right now? I don't even know what day it is. Me, September? Mid-September, sometime? yeah. I haven't had a pumpkin beer yet. I haven't either. Which is okay. Hmm. But I have had some Oktoberfest. Are you a fan of the pumpkin beers? Yeah. So yeah. specifically on the can, it has a pumpkin with the line through it. Yeah. Like no pumpkin. It's pumpkin like, busters. This ain't get, you're not getting no pumpkin from this. I guess. Yeah. No. It's hmm. too bad. But, but okay. that's okay because that's it's fine. a good Oktoberfest. Yeah. Malty Amber Lager. So after two years, they expanded their distribution to the St. Louis market. So that's how Biddle could get this there in St. Louis. Not mm. that not that there's a, a you know a, a huge distance between Columbia and St. Louis. It's just there's there's a lot of craft breweries in breweries in St. Louis already. Oh yeah. It would be mm-hmm. a tough market to break into, I think. Missouri is chock full i mean we've done yeah. a lot of beers from missouri and a we lot have. of different breweries and this is one that we've never seen a beer from nope right did you see this on the side okay. they, they talk a little smack about pumpkins oh. it says inspired by the germans this delicious amber lager will perk your toe straight through the top of your work but boot best enjoyed around a fire with snacks pumpkins although good in seed form with a hint of salt do not make an appearance in this beer and for good reason we prefer carving them please enjoy Mm. it's like a little pumpkin shade they're not yeah they Mm. don't like the pumpkin beer wow Mm. i I like the pumpkin i do too i don't mind the pumpkin beer it's not one that i'm like oh yeah Right. Look, pumpkins on the shelf or whatever. I think it, it's tied to Oktoberfest for me. It's just that time of the same time of year you true. get them. So yeah, I usually true. get pretty pretty pumped. So uh, did you see on their website? I did this research a while ago, so some of my notes I don't even remember what they what they mean. But this one I wrote down either must have been right from the website or I just had this movie tie in idea. Okay. So much room for activities. I, Wasn't that on there? I actually wrote this down. Okay. Lots of room for activities. <laughs> I like these guys. Bocce ball. Yeah. I, have you ever played bocce oh, ball? Oh, yeah. Really, I don't even yeah, know fun. how to play. Yeah, uh, yeah. My wife plays that all the time with her family. That's where I actually learned it. And in fact, every time I go there to play it, I have to relearn it because that's how much I pay attention I during don't, bocce mm. ball. I don't know how. I don't. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of like a mixture of um, horseshoes and shuffleboard, I'd say, is the best hmm. best you, way. Yeah, you just you you try to get. There's a ball already there, and then you have to roll your ball to try as to get close, close as to you it. Can. It's like a croquet ball, mm-hmm. and you try to get as close as you can to that. And if you, it's that's why it's like horseshoes, because mm. the closer you get, the more points you get. And yeah, it's a team situation, and you knock other people's balls yeah. away, and like crochet, like, or crochet. Yeah, like it's like shuffleboard, in like that uh, way. croquet. Yeah, yeah, kind of. My grandma taught me how to play croquet. She had a little croquet set in her backyard. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, mm. she wasn't nearly that fancy. For whatever reason, she had a croquet set, and we yeah. learned how to like with the mallet and 
Those tiny, thin wire mm-hmm. horseshoe looking things that yep. were great mm. to trip on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they also had cornhole at this place and frisbees, which seems dangerous, but also yeah. frisbees. Have you ever played that game? The frisbee game where you drink beer at the same time? Polish horseshoes. Yeah. Yes. That one's pretty fun. I love that. Oh, game. with the with the pole and the beer uh-huh. yeah. top, a beer uh-huh. bottle on top. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. That's a great river. My brother in law and I dominated some Polish horseshoes one time. Oh, it see? was yeah. Drinking games, man. Mm. So great. Fantastic. Uh, they got my attention. They got wood fired homemade pizzas at this joint. Yes, they do. Oh boy. You know what it reminds me of? If you look at that, and actually I had to I had to look it up. If if you look their their kind of yard patio looks mm-hmm. like Odell in New Belgium there in Fort Collins. Yeah, which kind of looks like Surly. Does it? Yeah. Is that what Surly Surly's looks like? Surly's is really cool. That's the glass. That's where I got my Oktoberfest little mug here. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought it was just... I went back and looked because I really... It's been a few years since we've been to Odell and, and uh, New Belgium. I'd go back again. But this New looks, Belgium was a lot of fun. I remember oh, their tap room was a lot of fun. So cool. Um, the wood for the tap room, I found this interesting. In the in the place here was old wood from a Horace Mann schoolhouse in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. And I'd heard that name before, Horace Mann, yeah. but I didn't know exactly what it was. So I did a little research on that. And basically it was like a preparatory school and they were all across, kind of like a Montessori style, like that sort of okay, you know, th- vein. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were mostly on the East Coast and then they kind of moved... Midwest. This was like 1887, I think, is when some of the schools were founded. Okay. And then they ran up through the 40s, like World War II time, and then they kind of fell off. But oh. it was like a alternative to going to a public school, maybe. Mm-hmm. But that's in Kansas City. They had one, and they salvaged a bunch of the wood from like the mm. floors and stuff, and that's what they use in their tap room. Did you see the part? I thought this was interesting, too. Like, they were very... They're very made in the USA kind of guys, and they mm-hmm. wanted they they were trying to buy brewing equipment, and every place said, "Nope, you got to buy it from China. Like yeah. you got to get it from China or whatever." And they're like, "No, we're not doing this." And they finally found a metal fabricator that could do it for them, and so they did a lot of it themselves, which I thought was super cool. That yeah. you know, hey, the easy way is just buy it from China. Yeah, it's probably cheaper. I mean, there's I know there's Way a cheaper manufacturing company in Lincoln that makes brewing setups. Hmm. But and, maybe uh, yeah. yeah, is it is it more expensive, less expensive? I, don't I guess know. it's more probably. But you also get to say that you made you got it made here in the USA. I think Boiler sure. uses some other stuff. Yeah, um, they also have food trucks. This was I, mm. I wrote this down because I don't know what it means. South Florida style chicken and ribs. What? So maybe what? like Cuba and oh. Haiti spiced sort of situation so i'm guessing a little hotter maybe a little spicier maybe like citrusy not so much like north carolina south carolina barbecue style Mm -hmm. but more like island style maybe it wouldn't be spicy but i bet you'd have a little bit of like cumin yeah you know i wasn't sure but it looked good the picture i saw looked pretty good south american flair without the without the spice yeah i wouldn't say no I mean, right. I would eat it. Right, right. And then it, I think, was it this beer? It talked about pairing it with a bunch of stuff. I don't know if that was this one. I don't know. But we're about ready to go down some sort of crazy wormhole here on my research. So whatever you got next. I, I did see 2019, they opened a second location uh, at 604 Nebraska Avenue. Oh, so <laughs> shout out. There we go. Uh, two locations. Yeah, two nice. locations now, which are very close to each other. 
Yeah. They called this one though an adult version of Willy Wonka. So they're gonna. They said we're gonna like. They didn't say this. I assume you, they're uh, they're gonna do some crazy shit there because they haven't done any. They didn't do sours. They hadn't yeah. done any um, uh, barrel aged nothing because the the place they were in was maybe not big enough. Right. Yeah. And so they're also producing their own hard cider there and out of a, a separate company called Waves Cider Company. Okay. Waves like oh. ocean hmm, waves like the or the Ozark Lake. Oh, maybe What's yeah. That called? Waves. Waves, yeah. yeah. So they're they're producing their own cider there. So uh, they have we done this sounded familiar. Have we done a a beer from Four Hands Brewing Company? Yes, we have. I believe we've we done have. Four Noses oh, from wait, Colorado, wait. but yeah. Four, Four Hands I've definitely, is St. Louis. I've definitely drank Four Hands. Beer, I have too. I have. But two. I don't know if we've done an episode or not. We may not. They in 2018 they did hmm. a. Uh, it was either a, a pale or an IPA. A collab with four hands nice. called Yeah Buoy. <laughs> yeah B O U Y. Like Buoy. Buoy. Yeah, yeah Buoy. If we did, I bet funny. Biddle gave us that beer. I he bet. probably did if too. We, if yeah. we did one. So. That's how far we're into these shows now. We're like, I don't even know what we did. I don't anymore. remember. We might have done that. Can't tell. But they've also they've won three Great American Beer Fest medals too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They want a gold, a silver, and a bronze. The you know, gold. hard it would be just to get one. Right. With all these breweries now. Yep. We have done a four hands. We have? What was it? Dekine. Dekine. Oh, that's right. Oh, the pineapple. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the SpongeBob one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I th- oh, yeah, we see. knew we'd done one. There you go. Good job on the research there. Right on. <laughs> see, that's why, he's, that's why he's a good producer. He's a tech guy, man. Yep. He's all over it. I'm Real not a, time. Not a tech guy, but. You're you're a producer. Well, you're definitely the technology guy out of the three of us yeah. here. <laughs> I'm not running a little thing, making sure everybody sounds. I can good. barely get my headphones on. Right. <laughs> well, I did. I was like, okay, we've done so much Missouri, and right. Is this the one that's? Yeah, this is in Columbia. So that's like where the university is. Yes, at, right. Yeah, college town. And then yeah. I took a little inspiration from the can, and I was like, I am pretty sure I know what this is all about. Okay. With this weird sort of yeah, this guy with a raccoon looking tail and a mm. boot and and then I did a little research on the town of Columbia and it all linked together. Really, Daniel Boone. Oh, Daniel Boone, <laughs> born eleven two seventeen thirty four. No way. Yeah, died nine twenty six eighteen twenty. Guess where he ended up his his last couple days of life? He was old. Columbia, Missouri. Really? Yes. So that's where he came to die. But he lived there for quite a while. So here's a little story on Daniel Boone. Because all I knew about him was like some black and white movie stuff and like the coonskin cap, Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. Like that's all I knew. So I got a whole bunch of stuff because it was interesting. If you grew up in Kansas, it's Daniel. Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. Daniel. Okay. D and L. Forget the eyes there. Or yeah, what? yeah, you don't pronounce the vowels. Okay. I grew up with a Daniel. Wow. All right. There well, go. there we go. Learn something new today. <laughs> uh, they say he was an American pioneer, explorer, woodsman, and frontiersman. Now we don't have those job titles anymore. There's nothing to explore. There's no forest to chop down. You can't just go make a sod house anymore. It's, those are done. But he was one of the first to I, do it. it. Woodsman and frontiersman, I would think, yeah. are synonymous, but okay. Yeah. And then uh, it says he was one of the very first folk heroes of the United States. Mm-hmm. 
which he's one of those names that kids know about in school, probably just at least hear about, like helped make America bigger than it was. Sure. Uh, most famous for his exploration and settlement of what became Kentucky. Hmm. So he started out, I think, in North Carolina area and then took his family and they moved to what wasn't Kentucky at that time, but sure. helped found it. Um, yeah. And then in 17, so that was in 1784 around that time. So he's late 40s. Sure. Almost. He gets popular. People start to find out about him. Uh, and he wrote a book about himself. Which you do. Well, you sure. Know, if you can toot your own horn, toot it. Well, autobiography. Right. Right. Um, it was all about his adventures, all the cool stuff he did. And then in 1799, he moved to eastern Missouri, and it was then owned by Spain, and it was part of the Louisiana Purchase. Oh. So it was like Spanish uh, land, but he kind of squatted on it, basically, like other people were doing. Well, he's Daniel Boone. And he had the land claims, right? Sure. And then he was mad- uh, before he died, because the United States bought his the land right from the, they did the Louisiana Purchase, and because of that, he lost all his land claim rights because he had them through Spain, and so he had to sell all his land to the United States to pay off a bunch of debts that he had. So he kind of was like broke basically after a long life for the same crappy price that we paid uh-huh. for the Louisiana Purchase, yeah, like, so they, they whatever like, that was. They were like, "Oh, your deal is null and void. Sorry, we own this now. We are the landlord, mm. and here's and a penny." <laughs> yeah, but oh, never mind a, all the cool stuff you've done for you the country. You can be a hero, but you got to pay or get out. Get out. <laughs> um, so, some of the things that I found that are named after him, Daniel Boone. There's a Daniel Boone National Forest. So that's like a na- not a national park, but close. Okay. Um, Boone, North Carolina, which is kind of where he's from. Wow. Uh, there are lots of Booneville's in the United States. Those are all named after him. And then there's seven counties that are named Boone County. And I know this because I do a lot of background checks mm-hmm. at work here. And the one in West Virginia hits a lot. Boone oh. County, West Virginia. So we got Illinois, Indiana, Nebraska. West Virginia, Missouri, Arkansas, and Kentucky all have Boone counties. Um, And let's see, do I have a year? No. There's a book that was called The Adventures of Colonel Daniel Boone. And it was basically a fluff piece that was made Mm. to make immigrants want to move to Kentucky. So it was like a reason to come to the United States and get land. So they, they wrote this big puff piece about how awesome Kentucky is. And he was the star of this book. In 1833, so he's still, is he still alive at that time? No, he's been dead for about 10 years. Okay. Um, a biographical memoir comes out, and it call, it's called The Daniel Boone, First Settler of Kentucky. And How it was, was it? What, Kentucky? Kentucky. 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 Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I pronounce it. That, uh, that's not from Kansas, but that's well, how no. I do uh, it was full of embellished stories and tall tales. Mm. So he apparently had a fist fight with a bear and won in Kentucky. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> and he escaped from um, savage Native Americans by swinging on vines. So kind of like Tarzan. Oh, he was like, like Tarzan. the Tarzan of Kentucky. Oh. <laughs> what, what vines are in Kentucky? I don't think, well, n- none that I know of, but... If you're reading this in North Carolina or you're in Ireland or something, you're like, wow, I, I've got to get to this place. This I sounds guess. amazing. 
Uh, Last of the Mohicans. Ever seen or heard about that? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. That's a fictionalized rescue of him saving his daughter who was kidnapped by the Native Americans. Really? Yeah. Another book came out in 1826, so right after he died, two years. 1936 was the first time he was made into a movie, black and white movie. Okay. Right after the silent movies were over. And then in this, this is what I kind of was aware of in the 60s, 64 to 70, there was a black and white and then to color TV show. And it featured him wearing the coonskin cap. And that's why a lot of people think of him wearing one. Okay. He never wore one. There's no history of him ever having one. Nothing like that, which is maybe why there's that little raccoon tail there. I guess. Um, and then this part blew my mind. Okay. Because I just thought, blew my mind with the he never wore a coonskin cap. Well, I, mean, I, I thought real. I knew a lot of stuff. Okay. And there's a baseball tie-in. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's related to Ray Boone, Bob Boone, Brett Boone, and Aaron Boone. No. They are direct descendants. Not a chance. Daniel Boone. Of Daniel Boone. Do they wear the caps? <laughs> Aaron Boone might. Aaron, I bet Aaron does. He yeah. probably has a Yankees one. Probably. coonskin thing oh, hanging off the back. Yeah. The old raccoon tail. Mm. But yeah, they're fam- they're directly related to Daniel Boone. No Which way. I thought was pretty cool. That is super cool. That'd be neat when you're you know a kid and it's like history time at school. And you're mm. like, oh, by the way, yeah. uh, he was my great, great, great yeah. uncle or whatever it would have been. But, wow. Weird. Yeah, so he's like. American, like kind of like a Paul Bunyan, except he actually al- was alive. Mm. Did yeah. he have a blue ox or no? Is that in a big uh, axe? And... No, I think Paul Bunyan did, but Daniel his Boone, ox no. was swinging on the vines with him. I guess. <laughs> Weird. What <laughs> vines are you? That's... I don't know, man. I. That's that's just amazing. They grow like anything on a vine in Kentucky? <laughs> I don't think so. No, because for the most part, it's like in the mountains, mountains and yeah. hills. Yeah. And, yeah, it's interesting. But, I mean, obviously. We take everything for granted. We can look up something as as he did during the conversation, right? On right. his phone. He's like, oh, right. this is, we did this episode. Yep. 1826? You've probably taken somebody's word for it. You can't, you're never going oh, to yeah. see it. You're never going to Kentucky. No. You might read about it in a book or a magazine. Well, and, and we that's didn't, as good as you're going to get. Hmm. Uh, and, I mean, nobody else was there. It was owned by Spain, right? I mean, yeah. There's right? no people. There's, it wasn't a state. <laughs> so it's wow. just like... I got to imagine that that was happening all over the place, right? Yeah. And that's most people's entertainment, if they could read, right. was reading books or magazines, you know? Like yep. everybody nowadays is you know, just on the phone or playing games or whatever. And back then, you're probably reading a book at candlelight. Mm, right. All <laughs> these adventures of these great American explorers and stuff. Who was the guy that did the um, the Alamo? Yeah. Um, it reminds me of him. Who's that? Davy Crockett. Davy, Davy Crockett. Crockett. Sim, yeah. Similar sort of like yeah. from the kind of Midwest. Yep. Moved moved west. Has um, the same hat. Had a cool mm-hmm. hat. Probably yeah. fought some people. Punched a bear. That, that sort of stuff. Well, didn't he fight in the the Alamo? I think. So. I don't, yeah. When and he the, was like a senator for real, representative I don't know if he later, did. wasn't he? There's a story about it. Well, well, I went to the Alamo and we watched a whole thing on it, hmm. and I thought. It's been so long, but I thought, you Isn't know. Isn't it weird how the Alamo is just like in the middle of some normal stuff now? It's just like this normal block. <laughs> it is. Regular buildings, and then there's the Alamo right there. Mm. And you're just like, uh, hmm, weird. Hmm. Doesn't oh, fit in. Oh, man. Um, I bought some drumsticks that have the Alamo printed on them. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. They were they there, and we were on a band trip, and I was like, this is the perfect time to get this Alamo is, drumsticks. Why not? The perfect yeah. time. 
if you see it, you got to buy it. I think it's crazy enough that they have drumsticks with the Alamo printed yeah. on them. Yeah. I don't know. Man, that's a lot of merch. I used them <sighs> I to uh, play. We, we did like a little like concert thing at Six Flags. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and so, yeah, I bought some Alamo drumsticks and I played them. Did you play the, snare or what? Uh, yeah, I played snare. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I always right. wanted to play snare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Them. No, that year I switched to quads. I was on quads. Oh, even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Were those heavy to carry? Did you it, have to yeah, carry them? They, yeah, they were heavy. Were you in the drum line? Yeah, well, I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First chair, baby. Wow. Yeah, well, I went to a school with like 60 kids in my class. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, he's the only one that knows how to hold yeah. the drumsticks. So <laughs> How many chairs do they have for drums? Well, one. Well, we have <laughs> one set of quads. Oh, we, we had eight. We had eight. <laughs> wow, that's like yeah. a fifth of the... Wow, that's yeah. great. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Uh, so uh, Boone County in Nebraska mm-hmm. is just west of Columbus. So oh. Albion, Nebraska. Yes. Oh, that's right. Boone Central. That's the high school there. Oh, Boone there Central. Go. That's because of old Daniel Boone. Well, I don't know what's in the water there, but they're all giant. Like, <laughs> Well, tall tails. Tall tails, yeah. Oh, and I don't mean like fat. I mean like built. Like, like big dudes. Like big guys. Farmer farmer community, I yeah. guess. You well, know? strong that, guys. That happens. And, mm-hmm. Right? If you're going to punch a bear or rip a tree out of the ground, you got to be big. Right. I guess. Well, if you grew up in Boone County, I guess you got to <laughs> just make the, the legend live on, <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, they kick you out of town. <laughs> <sighs> so that's that's what I got for our... Daniel Boone research. This today. might be one of the. Uh, do we know? Do we have an ABB? A- Six. I That's believe. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. There it is. Six. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's how you know we're into craft beer. Yes. Yeah. The other day, my parents came up for uh, just to visit. Yeah. And we had a uh, some desserts and brownies. Okay. And my mom is a fan of the big stouts, which mm. has shocked me. Really? She's. I, I bet I saw her drink a beer twice in my whole life until about five years ago. Oh. And now she loves barrel-aged stouts. <laughs> <laughs> so every time she comes, I always have to get one of my good bottles out. That's so like this, the deep end. Yeah. Like she just jumped right in. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then this weekend I got one out, and it was like 11% maybe. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, yeah. That's real, <laughs> that's real good. And I was just... Yeah, this is how far we've come, even as a family. So, right. so 6%, that's nothing. That's training yeah. wheels. Yeah. Well, I mean, some parts of Kansas would freak out about it, right? Well, that's true, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Dan will Boone would be drunk on this one beer. <laughs> I really enjoy this one. This is just, it's nice. It's so it's, delicious. If, oh. you, if you don't like the overly malty Oktoberfests. It's not, yeah, it's not. It's not, right. It has a little more sweetness than most. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy this one. This mm-hmm. is a really good beer. It's a great, yeah. If this it's a was great in Nebraska, I would buy this. Every mm-hmm. year, for mm-hmm. sure, a lot. It is good. Yeah, like if you're used to, if you're used to just let's say Sam Adams Oktoberfest, right? Because that's most readily available, probably for everybody. This is a lighter, less less multi version of mm-hmm. that yeah. of the Oktoberfest style, American Oktoberfest style. Yeah, American. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're living in the time of, and Dolan could probably talk about this a little bit better than we could, but. Um, Right now, there's a song that's just taken over the country. Uh-oh. And uh, it, this reminds me of it because their their logo says, keep your paddle wet. Okay. And that's, you know, just yeah. neither here nor there. I just, uh, it's timely. I got you. Mm. You want to keep your paddle in the water then, right? right. You, you want to stay, you stay in the, in the well, water. Well, yeah. You're a log boat. 
at the time of this recording. We'll see how long that song stays number one. Mm, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, don't, I think I think it's just a fad, but we'll see. Me too. I hope it's a fad. That's what I thought about Old Town Road. Well, <laughs> and look at that. And that, then that broke records, right? Yeah, it was like 20 <laughs> weeks or something. Yeah. Hmm. Now there we are. All right. So, okay, let's look this up on Untapped and see. I already know where I'm going with this thing. This is a 425 for me. Ooh. Wow. Now, I did see some the other day. I was at the store looking for... Um, not Oktoberfest, but something else. I can't. Oh, some stouts. Okay. And I saw some barrel aged Oktoberfest. Whoa! I thought, Ooh, now there's something I need to get into. Okay. I think it was Founders, maybe, or mm-hmm. it was somebody like that. Somebody Midwestern. Hmm. Barrel aged. Barrel aged. I mean, what would you? It I, went up to ten percent. So, I mean, a little whiskey in this. Whiskey. Barrel yeah. Aged. Yeah. Weird. That wouldn't be bad. So, interesting. Way more check-ins than I thought it would have. 1,543. Well, if it's won awards, I mean, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Okay, so this one in particular has not. Oh, but, okay. But there were there three of their other beers have. So, okay. Yeah. Actually, two of their other beers. Their mild ale won two years in a row, bronze and then silver. And then they had a Belgian blonde that won gold. So, they really are mm. all about that, like, European-y mm-hmm. style. Yeah, I don't... Uh. A mild ale. That's It's like a 4%... So it's like a session. But yeah. It makes me wonder what they're going to do in their new location. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So 1,543 check-ins. What do you say? Uh, 3.8. I'm going to go 3.76. 3.73. Three. That seems low. That's it does low. seem low. It does. Yeah. And I wonder why. I wonder because this is, I, I don't, maybe you're looking for a... a I mean, a 3.5, three, 3.75 three, is a fair. I mean, I'm going to give it a 4, so... I went four two five yeah. as well. I liked it enough for. I mean, it, I like this so much that if it was around, I would buy it. Yeah, and I would. This would be a staple mm-hmm. if it was in Nebraska. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I definitely would. Like that's a. It's one that I would just have in the beer fridge. To, mm-hmm. Oh, you want to try a decent Oktoberfest? Here, yeah, you go. here you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't like Oktoberfest. Of friends, well, yeah. maybe you should try this one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So, all right. So, week one of four on Oktoberfest. Oddly enough, next week we're going back to Missouri. Courtesy of Dolan. Maybe we just stayed in Missouri the whole time. Well, maybe we just stayed there the whole yeah, time. We're yeah, going to cause idea. some mayhem next episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> see what he did there. I see. <laughs> if, you, if you're if you familiar with the... It uh, looks like we might have some more bicycle conversation. Who knows? I maybe. Mean, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. So, all right, Brian. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another Oktoberfest. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.